You're listening to Adi Shokbe Live, the Afrobeat podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another edition of Adi Shokbe Live, the official Afrobeats podcast with me, Adi Shokbe, here, where I break down some of the hottest stories within the culture. I have a special guest with me, one-on-one. As you can see... I am joined by one of the hottest acts out of the UK via Nigeria, to be exact. She needs no introduction. It's the queen of the South. <laughs> Shapo, what's up? Hi, how are you? Listen, first of all, the wig is looking. Come on. <laughs> I saw you from afar. <laughs> the colors, once I saw the colors, I'm like, that's Shapo there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's okay. like, that's, uh, it's almost become an identity kind yeah. of thing. People, women expect you to be in this incredible colors of wigs was it something that you stumbled upon or was it like yo let let me let me take this and make it something i i i love you know having my hair done Mm. and stuff like that and so for me i just wanted to try loads of different colors Mm. because i know women look to instagram for different wig ideas and hair color ideas and makeup ideas and outfit and nails so i really wanted to be that person who's the wig girl, like, mm. you know, I can try on different wigs and different colors and stuff like that. So I always try to go for colors that people haven't done before and just a mixture of crazy colors. So, yeah. Have you, uh, is there any uh, partnership bags, uh, hair kind of deals on the table? People, people offer me to be their brand ambassador, but for me, I don't want to accept something I can't commit to. Mm. So um, I've got this thing about me. I don't commit, like, if I can't do something, I will never say yes to it because Mm. I don't want to disappoint because a lot of the people are upcoming. So for me, I know how difficult it is to be a black person starting off a business as well. So I don't really want to disappoint people. And for me, it's just about focusing on the music Mm. for now. Mm. And then when I get to a certain position, then I can... Then you can start to bring other people in. I think that's a fantastic idea because a lot of people, especially within the game, they're only looking at the money. They're like, yo, the money's good. The wig is great. Let's take it. And then... We see that the commitment isn't 100%. And then Instagram instantly, somebody says, oh, you promised me to yeah. wear my wig, yeah. X, Y, and Z. So you don't want none of that. Listen, um, I've been a huge fan from the day I came across a clip of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, I was explaining it a little bit earlier. I'll say it again. Uh, it was on social media. Saw a clip of you, a freestyle on one extra. Yeah. And you were dropping your bars as you usually do. But there was something that was unique to me. Which yeah. was the fact that that was one of the biggest platforms for rap in Europe, not only in the UK, yeah. where you decided to also use it as an opportunity to identify with your Nigerian heritage. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Talk to me about that. So, not only do I come from South London, hmm. I come from a Nigerian household. I, I was actually born in Nigeria, wow. I lived in Abuja. No way. Yeah, so I was born in St. Mary's and everything. So for me, I really wanted to embrace the Nigerian culture because there's a certain type of way we're raised in um, coming from Nigeria. And for me, I just wanted to pull on different experiences that I've been through myself. So, oh yeah, take back your five. And my dad used to send me to the shop all the time. <laughs> I'd be like, Daddy, please. Um, you know, even Emilio Monghetto, I would I had the came rolls, mm. jollof rice in the deluxe, deluxe restaurant. I used to get jollof rice, ayamase and rice. Wow. 
So for me, I literally just live life and kind of pull on my experiences. And because I'm Nigerian, that's why I put it into my music. Because hmm. I know people can relate. Absolutely. Uh, it instantly made my ears go up. And because <laughs> of that, I, I became a fan. Like, whatever it is she's doing, we're supporting. This is one of ours. And let's go 1,000%. And I think a lot of the, the, the audiences that started to come your way as well, yeah. that was one of the huge reasons why they did. Because we all lived in the UK when... You know, a lot of people in positions like yours who had the spotlight, they were in flames. They had Ghanaian, Nigerian heritage, mm -hmm. but they never really brought it to the table. Mm -hmm. So to see someone like you who was just, even just getting your shine yeah. to almost be bringing the rest of us along, that's yeah. how we, that's what it felt like. So I think for one thing, you have to be commended for that. Thank you. Um, let's talk about this music, man, because I know... Checking your story and, and looking back into your history, you've been around this music for a long time yeah. as a young lady. Yeah, how, that, how did that even start? Um, so I started when I was 14 years old mm. with a group. And then, you know, my mom, she said, go to, go to university, you must finish. If you do not finish university, we have a problem in this house. I had to go to school, went to university, study social work, finished social work, um, went to work with Grenfell Tower survivors. But for me, wow. I, I said to myself, you're, you're living most of your life working. So for me, I don't want to do something that's not going to make me happy. Mm. And it was very fulfilling for me to help other people, but I really wanted to think about myself and follow my passion and my dream. So I decided to go back into music. Wow. And people just embraced me from then. So, mm. glory be to God. I'm very grateful. Talk to me about something. Um, Queen of the South. Yeah. Um, I always said to my producer here, Shay, when we talk about you, I'm like, I just felt like everybody missed. The Queen of the South, of the South is just a powerful phrase that yeah. how did everybody else miss that <laughs> like you almost like they left it and dropped it on your lap yeah how what how did you come across that phrase that tag that name um so i was watching a netflix series called queen of the south by teresa mendoza and for me that was like my favorite netflix series because mm. i could just relate in a sense of you know she started off naive hmm. And then she managed to overcome her pain and her trauma and become a strong woman who's very strong-willed and who knows how to sit in a room full of men and still get her point across and stuff like that. So that's why I called myself the Queen of South. But there's such a pressure <laughs> that I, I have to behave myself, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I have to behave myself. So, yeah, that's where that came from. Mm. Now... Obviously, the music game, you mentioned the fact that sitting in a room full of men. Yes. The music industry, not only in the UK, but around the world, United States of America, especially rap, yeah. is such a male-dominated genre yeah. that for a woman to break through, mm. it, it has to be, one, either over-sexualized, mm. two, very aggressive, mm. incredibly talented as always. There's so much more that a woman has to do mm. to get her props. How, is, how have you found, you know, that, that side of the hardships of the industry and yeah. how, how are you dealing with it? Um, for me, just as a normal girl coming mm. from a very normal place and a humble place, um, it was quite difficult for me because I consider myself a very 
real person. So everything I do is genuine. I don't know how to play games. Mm. I don't know how to, um, you know, do things and buddy buddy unnecessarily. So ass kissing and yeah, all that. I don't do all of that. So for me, it was just about me believing in myself enough to stand strong alone. And that's what I want to encourage all the people that, you know, want to come into music and want to get into the industry. You can do it the Shabo way. You can, if you believe in yourself enough, people will recognise your talent. And I'm grateful that I stood for what I believed in because I've done a lot and accomplished a lot by just being myself and being genuine. And, you know, I I work with other people and other, um, you know, musicians and stuff like that but the respect is genuine mm. the respect is there and for me I embrace the people more than anything so the people that work behind the scenes which is why I always tag people and stuff like that because for me it's not just about me coming up it's about me bringing the people and crediting everybody because mm. for me to have such a big platform I want to kind of shine the light on everybody, on everybody else. else yeah now one of the I, I think there was a video on um social media I've forgotten which like a week ago where yeah. you said like nah man I ain't playing games no no yeah, all of you like nice I'm, I'm not you know nice nice he ain't gonna work <laughs> on I said to myself like no Shabo we ain't losing all of this right now <laughs> we're not fighting nobody we're not pushing nobody who what pushed you to think like what what message did you get what ticked you off do you know what it is I just believe I try my best to do the right thing and be a good person and mm. help people and tag people and credit people, but people end up having a sense of entitlement mm. or want to take advantage of my kind heart. So, you know, I said what I said, but mm. this is the thing. I do all of that on Snapchat. I deleted it within three minutes because Snapchat is like my yeah. go away place, but then it got on the blogs, but I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that people understand me as a person mm. and they know that, you know, I'm trying to be a nice person, but I'm still Shabo. So it's just me going through that transition process. But um, yeah, I, I'm going to get to a point where it's like all of that stuff doesn't bother me and you, stuff like that. You mentioned finding a balance. Yes. How, how tough is that Very to find tough. a balance? Very tough because Omo, you were banning me. I, I don't take rubbish. I don't tolerate nonsense. So for me to be tolerating this kind of nonsense, I'm like, ah, just, just Christy. Can you mash? What am I going to do? You know? Color, color, stack, stack. That's what my manager calls me. But um, this is this is what I'm saying. I'm really trying to navigate in, in, in this industry and with people and stuff like that. But when it comes to like normal individuals and people mm. that come from where I come from, it's so easy. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. But yeah. it's like yeah. entitlement and stuff like that. I, I, I it, be, it, it became a lot. Yeah. So for me, I don't want to change my heart because yeah. of other people. So I try to kind of mm. find other ways to vent and stuff like that. But I still continue to be the person that tags people and credits people and stuff like that. So You mentioned social work. Um, you know, even though you know, Shabo's this hard-hitting rapper and all of this persona and stuff like that. Mm. For anybody who's worked in that industry, there's mm. a sense of selflessness, mm -hmm. sense of caring mm -hmm. and thinking about other people before yourself mm. to be able to do that job. Mm -hmm. How has that, going through such a career, how has that played in this industry for you? How do you use some of the skills that you've kind of picked from, from that career? Um, I'm very understanding of people. So I understand the mind because I study social work. I understand 
why people are the way they are. And I have a strong self of my, a strong understanding of myself. Mm. So for me, I kind of visualize situations and, you know, I reflect before anything and I think about the things that I do and I, I reflect on my music and stuff like that. Um, also, I just, that's why I tag people and credit people and mm. try, try to show as much love and support. And you know, you know that little things, little things go a long way and little things, because for me, when I was doing my videos and I was, um, before even the um, Tiffany Carver freestyle, yeah. So somebody showed me that love and support Storms. He posted my video, posted the link. So for me, I always want to do the same thing because I think that's how God blesses people mm. by just being an open-handed person and not being selfish. The um, the male uh, counterparts, your male colleague in yeah. the in the rap industry, have yeah. shown you incredible respect, um, yeah. especially over the last couple of years where you've come back to the music scene hard. Yeah. Um, and they see you as a shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder type of person, like you're one of us. Mm -hmm. Does that, how do you take that kind of respect from the male, I think for a lot of people, women specifically mm. within a male-dominated industry, a lot of people, they want that kind of credit eye-to-eye, -eye, like, yeah, this person is great enough to do that. Yeah. Do, do you f take anything from it? The fact that these guys also believe that, yo, she she she's one of us. She's just as dope as as as, as us. I'm 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 grateful for the recognition and and the respect. But for me, it's it's me wanting more people to get that same respect. But I think it's in how you carry yourself, and if you want to be respected, you have to respect yourself. Mm. For me, I respect myself. I'm very humble, but I respect myself. So I don't tolerate rubbish. I don't take nonsense. Mm. If we're gonna do a song together. I will literally, anytime I do songs with people, within two days, they get their verse. So for me, I expect the same. Hey, you're not gonna wait around. Yeah. You're not one of those that, listen, my guy, you haven't said, the, you yeah. don't like that. Communication is key. Even if you're gonna take long, communicate that with me. I, I treat people the way I wanna be treated. So I think that's where that respect comes from. Mm. People know Shabo is a genuine person. When I do tunes with people, I post the video, I post the link, I post everything. So for me, I just want the same respect. And if you demand and command that respect as a woman, you will get it. Mm. You will get it. And you can't be afraid to lose. For me, I'm not afraid to lose. I've lost 10 years mm. before I got here and I got back up. So for me, I'm not afraid to lose. Because I respect, I know, I know the talent that God has given me. I don't need mm. anybody. I can do it alone, type of thing, so. 10 years, talk to me about how you even still kept yourself motivated to think, I can come back and still do this. Because a lot of people mm. we've seen, in, especially even in the Afrobeats industry, like 10 years ago, some of the big artists that we were dancing to then, mm -hmm. some of them are nowhere to be found now. Mm -hmm. And they've been demotivated that they can't even come back mm. to even releasing or recording music. How did a young lady who was trying to be somebody mm. find motivation and still be able to come back in it's, 10 years. It's, it's about the reason you're doing it. Because for me, it's not about me being famous. It's not about me being the richest rapper or the most famous rapper. For me, it's about there's a lot of angry women in the world. There's a lot of women that need empowerment. There's mm. a lot of women that are from Nigeria and that can relate to what I'm saying. So for me, it's about 
me understanding I'm not a perfect person and putting that into my music and rapping what I'm rapping and saying what I'm saying and knowing that there's women in the world that get power from what I'm saying. That's the only thing that motivates me. <laughs> like, I'm not at any clubs. I don't do anything. Yeah, I don't see I'm, you I'm around. Just, we don't see you. I'm like, working. I'm yeah. working. So that's where my motivation comes from. And for me, if you love something enough, you won't see it as a job. You know, you won't see it as anything more than your passion. So for me, I don't. It, weekends, I'm still thinking about music. Yeah. Weekdays, I'm still thinking about let's do this, let's do that, let's do this. And for the people that have had the door shut in their face, it's about learning, because people think the industry is fun and games. It's still a business, so it's about learning and knowing the business and learning the business and never giving up. You can't give up. You know, if you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But at least you're moving. So, yeah. You're talking about the business. You're talking about not caring about the money. But it, we have seen that, you know, you, you have cut a couple checks. Yeah. I see the keys to the, to the crib. I see, I see yeah. it all. You know what I mean, yeah. you're looking yeah. clean and fresh. Yes, What does it feel like now? to be able to afford some of the things that you, you probably dreamt about, you know, take care of friends and family. Yeah. What was that feeling like? You know what, at first, in all honesty, it was fun. It was like, yes, design now. But it's because I never, I never could afford those things mm. when I was, you know, doing what I was doing before music. But at some point I got to a point where I said, you know, I've, I've got that out of my system now. For me, it's not important to always look the best and wear fly stuff, and it's a waste of money. Hmm. It's not doing anything for me. So for me now, it's about me building something and building something for my family and my future family to come and just making sure that I'm touching as much lives as I can, whether it be through the community or through my family. Like for me... Money comes and goes. Yeah. That's what people don't understand. Money comes and goes. But what you do with it is, is how you will know and what, what will last for a long time. Because a lot of musicians, they spend money, go crazy. But then 10 years later, 20 years later, they're back where they started. So for me, I'm trying to think about the longevity of things. Queen of the South is the project. The artwork looks majestic, I might add. Yes, yeah, come on, man. You know, that artwork there is going to catch attention, yeah. stop people in the shops to want to pick that project. <laughs> Talk to me about the project in itself. Was there a theme to this? Mm. Or were you just recording and decided to just put it together and say, you know, this will be my introduction? So I made 100 songs, and out of those 100, I picked 11. Wow. Yeah. But that was because you see the type of creative I am because I'm speaking my truth. It's all about my mindset and my frame of mind at that particular time. Mm. So because of lockdown, we decided to push the tape back. Yes. And then that's when I kept going to the studio, making more songs, making more songs and kind of finding myself as a person. Um, so that's why we've picked 11 songs in the track listing. And the way the tape goes is I start off as Shabo. Yeah, done now. Mm. But then... I show the transition of me wanting to grow as a person and me wanting to inspire rather than, you know, be that angry girl. Mm. Um, I speak about domestic violence and abuse. Wow. I speak about having no worries. Mm. 
I speak about, you know, self-worth as well, finding my self-worth and, you know, living my life before I think of, you know, taking care of other people. I need to take care of myself. Facts. If you're not good, nobody's going to be good. And I speak your back. Ah, shebo shamo. For peace sake, on shemi back on. Listen, your um, support of the Afrobeats um, community and, and your colleagues yeah. has been, you know, has been noted. You've been on collaborations with some of the upcoming guys. You've been, you know, you're collaborating with them. You're representing out here. What are your thoughts about the Afrobeat scene? Who are you listening to? Yeah. And, and how are you on this project? Is there going to be so I see Guilty Beats you know, yeah. all over the shop there. Yeah. So I'm expecting him to put one or two Afro beats in there. Yeah, of course now. But um, with the Nigerian industry, they've mm. shown me nothing but mad love. Nothing but mad love. And big up little Kesh, who was the first, first person, person to, yeah. to, to really believe in me and put me on his project. And Spinel as well, my mm. number one supporter. He mm. gives me the best advice. And, you know, it's because I'm... I'm I live in London and I'm not really from Nigeria. I haven't yeah. been back in a while. He, he kind of teaches me the types of beats to go mm. for. He's been really helpful. Even Files as yep. well. Tiwa wow. shows me mad love. They all show me love. They just know more telling me. Kolo kolo spark spark. But um, yeah, I, I'm listening to Laddie Poe at the moment. Mm. I think he's an amazing musician. Um... I'm listening to Naira, mm. Burner Boy, Sick. And yeah, like I'm 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 gonna go back to Nigeria this year. You have to, man. I'm a Jayekba. Jay- I want I want I want Suya. Is is there still Mr. Big? Is there still Mr. Big? Of course Big? there yeah. is. I think there is, you know. Yeah. There, there, there definitely is Mr. Biggs. I think December will be a great time for someone like you to come through. You yeah. know, first of all, there'll be loads of bags for you to pick. Mm. Uh, you know, people will put money on the table for yes, Shabo, ah. 1000% ah, and then yes, it will be a great time to also just mingle with the industry True. meet other people yes. you know and just do whilst you're because you're such a work you know workaholic whilst mm. you're enjoying your holiday you also be getting some work in 100%. you know so I, I think um, what you've done here is why the industry has embraced you the mm-hmm. way it has, you mm-hmm. know, the fact that you you're flying the flag so well, mm-hmm. so everybody's like, yo, that's one of us, that's one of us, and by doing that, they're also lifting you and putting you right in the mix in our audience back home to say, yo, you've got to mess with this person, mm-hmm. you know. One one question that I also wanted to ask is, when it comes to music, like you could do anything, you know, your collaborations with George Smith, with this, with that, with whatever, it was rap. Mm. that you selected mm-hmm. as your main discipline. Mm-hmm. Why rap? Why rap? Yeah, who was that, you know, inspiration that made you think rap is the thing? I've always been into poetry. Always been into poetry. And for me, it was my way of expressing myself. And because I started rapping from 14, I just wanted to master that. Mm. So for me, I, I think I'm a very, very skilled rapper. Mm. And um, I I know how to do punchlines. I know how to do, you know, wordplay and stuff like that. So for me, naturally, it just comes to me. But um, the reason why I was inspired to be a rapper was by Nicki Minaj, mm. Little Kim, Foxy Brown, all of those people. Like, I, I, I saw that women can do it. And 
for me, I didn't want to be just like every other woman. I felt like me putting Yoruba into it was showing everybody that, yeah, Naja, we know go carry Nah, we know go carry last. It changed everything. <laughs> Finally, we're seeing, you know, the, um, that some of the women are now working with each other. We saw you and Georgia Smith. We've, yeah. seen, we've seen, you know, Miss Banks and Steph London and stuff like How important is it for the f- women within the industry to, to collaborate? And, and I, think, I think it's very important, but I think genuinely... <clears throat> I think genuinely, I think in in every collaboration I've seen this far, I love that uh, Brie Runway done a collaboration with Missy Elliott mm, and it was genuinely that was, supported. That, that was a genuine yeah. one. You saw the way Missy Elliott was pushing, pushing the, the record. Yeah. yeah, The one with me and Dream Doll in America. That was that, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, but genuinely supported because I, f- I find that, especially with American artists, sometimes we do songs with them and they don't even post it. Yeah, they show no love. Yeah. They just want to come and promote here, but they don't want to promote you there. Yeah, so genuinely, you know what I mean? Even Georgia, God bless that girl. Yeah, she was on it. Genuinely, you know? And even Miss Miss Banks and Steph, Mm. genuinely. Mm. So if it's genuinely done, I'm all for it. Mm. Listen, um, again... Thank you very much for coming into the studio. I'm a big fan of yours. Thanks for having um, me. I said that I'm one of those fans that I believe that every artist should try to get because once we are converted, there is nothing that's going to cut us from our stars. Um, we support everything you do. Mm-hmm. When you put pictures up, when it's just the hair and you're flossing, we're there. <laughs> when it's the music, we're there. If it's the picture, we're there. Mm-hmm. And it's because of how you carry yourself, mm-hmm. how you speak in the music, mm-hmm. what you say in the, you know, I don't need a gangster, I am one. I am one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's probably one of the hardest lines to start a record with. <laughs> you know, so you know, congratulations on everything you've done so far. Thank you. Queen of the South, um, highly anticipated. I'm looking forward like Gassed. Thank you. Thank you. You know, when I saw the artwork, like I said, I'm gassed. Um, If there's any last words you'd like to put out to the audience about the project and and what they should expect. So, the Queen of the South tape is coming out August 20th. I want to say thank you to you because you have been supporting me since the very beginning. And now that I'm meeting you, I just want to say thank you so much for just supporting me every step of the way, showing me love. I see everything. And God bless you. Just thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, without any more questions, is the incredible Queen of the South, Shabo. <laughs> if you can give us maybe just like 30 seconds, 15 bars, whatever. I know my brother doesn't have beats there, but you can do a little something on the mic, you know, just to let them know that the Queen walked through, you know. Okay. Do something. Do something. I am the Queen. Want to know why? You can never do what I do, but I love that you try. I love you guys. I flow so sick, so they stream like rivers. I'm real locked in bars, free my niggas. Who will I be without the bars? Shape of the queen, shape of the boss. Last giddy, I'm Lagos. Can't believe that I'm famous. I used to bump the boss to the cordy cops. It's not me alone. It was all of us. They will take us together. Me, Ophel, check back. 
table, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you for having me. Keep it right here. Same place, same time next uh, week. Afrimedia Studios, shoops.com. We appreciate you all, man. Catch you next time. Peace out. Bye. Me, Fed Jack Bye. Me, Fed Jack Bye.